smartcast you're listening to a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast welcome to this episode of kicks for free in which we discuss all things football i am bhargav sharma and with me is timan sarkar messi ियलीस्पेक्टिव maybe india set coach was trying to manage expectations ahead of games against qatar bangladesh and afghanistan now india's best possible return from these games can be the third spot in group e so they need to finish above afghanistan and bangladesh for that and that will help india uh, not only in securing bragging rights but also in avoiding Uh, the need to play an additional playoff round before the next round of Asian Cup qualifiers. Uh, Teman, you were there in the press conference. Uh, I'm sure you were a bit surprised as well to hear Stimach's comments, weren't you? I was. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen him like this uh, in the past. I can't think I have. I remember in Guwahati, just after the game against Oman. Mm-hmm. he came across as someone who was terribly disappointed uh, and and that was understandable given that you know the late goals uh, which led to the defeat then again after the 0-0 draw in qatar when he met the media in kolkata ahead of the game against bangladesh he seemed like someone who was enjoying uh, both the possibility of the interaction and his role uh, as the head coach that media conference lasted over an hour but this time i think he looked grumpy i mean and yeah. and the next day headlines in the media used words like disappointed and miffed to convey his mood i think that was kind of appropriate yeah and i mean i think the his the audio will make it clear for our listeners uh, let's just listen to what he said uh, on india's preparations so our initial plan was to start the camp 15 of april Uh, when that was not possible then we moved the date to 1st of may to kolkata uh, having in plan to play four to five friendly games with the local teams or, or some international national teams uh, due to pandemic reason which no one is fault uh, everything was cancelled uh, at the end we were happy knowing that the last three games will be organized and played in Qatar in Doha because they have great facilities for everyone here but if i knew that everything will be like it is today i would never accept 
to be honest. We could organize such games in such way in, in India also. So at the end, we lost possibility of playing two home games. We are here in quarantine in the bubble, which India approved can organize in a great way, playing all ISL with every ISL club in in such facilities. And here we are now, not in great conditions. This is far away from a proper preparation for a World Cup qualifiers, but it is what it is. We are in a situation which is far away from a normal preparation for a World Cup qualifiers, you know. You know that ISL finished most of the clubs. Seven clubs finished ISL uh, competition end of February. Only four clubs went playing. Two clubs played in the semifinals. Another two clubs stay until the final game, which was finished on uh, uh, second week in March. After that, uh, we we taken uh, best performance from ISL to Dubai to organize one short camp and uh, two friendly games with very strong sides. And our plan was to let all these players go uh, for two weeks uh, to spend with their families and then to come back and keep preparing for the World Cup. As I explained, this was not possible. And the situation now is that uh, here in the camp, we have a very limited number of players uh, in a decent condition to play three games in 12 days. And as you know, these players are uh, from Goa and from uh, Bengaluru. Uh, the teams which were uh, obtaining some training sessions because they are competing in Asian Champion League and preparing themselves for uh, Asian Cup games. So uh, spending uh, 10 days here before playing free games is not enough to provide football. Everybody is expecting. uh, And this is a special situation for India. We are all aware about the situation. Players are fully aware. They are very patient here in quarantine. We are not even having a meeting hall or hall to provide morning sessions in the hotel. We are kept in quarantine. And the only way uh, uh, to do the job is to be patient, to accept the situation and to use as much time as possible in the evening session to obtain some kind of work. It's not easy anyway. So that was uh, Igor Stimach. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the conditions in which India are preparing in Doha right now. But before that, I just want to talk about the fact that uh, Stimach uh, mentioned about the match fitness of his players. I mean, he said that only a few players are uh, in any condition to play three games in 12 days. And that is, right. a, that is a big worry. Uh, I mean, he highlighted how Qatar's players, for example, they have been in action till uh, mid-April. Uh, Bangladesh's league is still going on and uh, when it's in a break right now, but their please, players have been playing in the league this month. Uh, Afghanistan's players, and he mentioned how 23 of their 28 players in the squad, uh, they play in Europe and US. So they have been uh, playing football, uh, you know, in the last few weeks. So, uh, compared to those teams, our season, I mean, ended in February for most teams, uh, towards the end of February. And and it was a very short season. I mean, just 20 games for all the teams, uh, barring the ones that made the playoffs. So, you know, Absolutely. Indian players are far from being in their best position in terms of match fitness compared to their opponents. True. I mean, you know, this is a problem that needs 
I think that needs immediate fixing uh, because, mm. you know, the Indian season, of course, needs to be longer. And more importantly, I think it needs to be in sync with the rest of the continent. Yeah. It's not being so impedes the clubs at the AFC Cup competition. And now, now that we're playing the Asian Champions League, it will start impeding that too because the competitions begin in one Indian season and end in another. Mm. That means players go, coaches get changed and it feels like beginning all over again if teams manage to go deep in the competition. I remember in 2004 when East Bengal under Shubhash Bhomi qualified to the quarterfinals of the AFC Cup and lost to Syria's Al-Jaish 3-0 on aggregate. The first leg, I think the home leg was drawn 0-0 and then they lost 3-0 away. Now, the team that made the quarterfinal and the one that played those home and away ties were completely different in the, in, uh, because a number of players had left. Now, I think that also needs to be fixed. Yeah, I mean, now that you mentioned it, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, as far as our calendar is concerned, I, we need to, you know, make sure that it's, uh, in you know, synchronized with uh, the AFC calendar. And AFC right. calendar follows the, you know, January to December, you know, timeline. And we don't. Uh, Pretty much. Our, our Pretty season much. ends at the beginning, in the first couple of months of the year. So when, right. say, a Bengaluru or, uh, for example, this season, uh, I mean, FC Goa, for example, they made, uh, went into the Asian competitions. The FC Goa still had, you know, still where they played in the playoffs. So they still had got some decent game time. But, you know, by the time most teams head into Asian competitions, uh, they haven't played football for some time. And in many cases, as you mentioned, the... Uh, East Bengal uh, case in 2004. I mean, we've seen mm-hmm. many player, many teams, they lose quite a few players in the transfer window or they add new players and their team composition is uh, very different by the time they head into, you know, the Asian competitions, especially if you right. head into the knockout, uh, knockout stages of AFC Cup. So that yes. is a huge yes. disadvantage. Absolutely. I completely agree. And the other matter is, of course, the length of the season. I mean, it doesn't mm. help at all that most teams get to play in the ISL just 20 games. Uh, and Steemach uh, spoke of, you know, getting competitions like Duran Cup back uh, to help make the season longer, maybe. Uh, but, of course, the solution, I think, needs to go beyond, well beyond that. And it has to be a long-term solution. So, so tell me, how long do you think the season should be? Yeah, I mean, ideally, the top flight should have more teams than the than what we have right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there should be an equally long season in the second tier, and there should be a, th- I mean, a strong third tier as well. And the state leagues, most importantly, the state leagues should be functioning. Right. Right. We don't really have at the moment. I mean, most state leagues are just conducted in on a very short term basis, like three, four weeks. Yeah, if at all. And many states don't even conduct them. Uh, but mm. thing is, as far as the national leagues are concerned, I mean, state leagues, I think it will take some time to sort them out. But as far as the national leagues are concerned, the, I mean, the blueprint is still uh, already there. Uh, right. The I-League is to become the second tier in future and the second mm. division will become the third tier behind ISL being uh, the top flight. Uh, now, of course, uh, what remains to be seen, whether... You know the blueprint will be implemented within the time frame time frame that was agreed in Kuala Lumpur a couple of years back. Uh, so that is something that we'll have to watch out for. 
but anyway, I, I mean, I'm going, I'm digressing a bit, but coming back to Doha, Steamatch wasn't really very pleased with the arrangements uh, there, and especially with the fact that his team can't access the gym uh, or meeting halls, uh, and they, they are having food delivered to their rooms. Uh, so let's listen to what he said in the press conference. Uh, I'm I'm well aware that uh, Qatar is is a, a future host of uh, the World Cup, and we all know that they have great facilities for uh, footballers and uh, for football teams. And when when we accepted to come over here, we also appreciate Qatar for organizing this tournament. But as a coach, personally, I expected a lot more from this organization. I know that we changed all our plans due to the pandemic reason. We were supposed to come here on 30th. And then once again, I say a, a big thanks to Qatari government allowing us to come earlier. But I didn't expect it will be in such conditions. I expected as a coach that we're going to have a possibility of using a gym for our preparation, we don't have possibility of handling morning sessions here in such condition. We are obtaining our morning sessions in hall here in front of our rooms, and we are we are our players are eating delivery food which was left in front of our doors. That's not proper preparation for a football players. I'm quite sure that the Qatari team is not in the same conditions. Simple as that. I mean, I understand his frustrations, but really, what was the alternative? I mean, India was in no position to hold a preparatory camp, which said the second wave surging in, in, in April and May, which which is what Steamatch also mentions. I mean, the, the camps got cancelled in India. And while I get it that it's far from ideal, uh, it is what it is. I, I Of course, I think that, you know, the access to gyms, that is something that should have been allowed. I, I don't know why that has been denied. But frankly, what were the options that, uh, India had uh, to get any kind of preparation going into these games. Uh, it, I mean, it's a very difficult scenario, and uh, we firstly, of course, we don't know Qatar's perspective about why gyms aren't being allowed, True. what quite kind of yeah. quarantine the team is in, uh, and the fact is that Qatar hasn't banned travel from India, unlike most other countries, big countries. And they waived the yeah. quarantine for this team, I and mean, they are still yeah. getting one session each every yes. day. They yes, wouldn't have. They are getting a they are getting a session in the evening, so they are still getting something. And thing is, you know, most countries have banned travels, uh, you know, right. travel from India. Right. Countries which right. with whom we have very good relations. And Absolutely. The the fact that Qatar has allowed uh, us to go there that itself, I think, is a huge uh, concession mm -hmm. given to us, uh, mm -hmm. given the mm -hmm. scale of the second wave. Uh, here in India, uh, and Absolutely. in fact, I mean, one can understand countries wanting to ban travel from India. So, I mean, mm. I'll still say that it's still a huge concession from Qatar. Uh, but anyway, I mean, that's something that's not in the hands of uh, either Steamarch or, or the AIFF or anyone uh, from the Indian team. So, I mean, let's talk about the things that uh, they can control, and that's the three games. I mean. I heard Steamach speaking about Sunil Chetri uh, being possibly rested uh, for the game against Qatar. That was uh, quite interesting and I felt that was very pragmatic too. I mean, he didn't play in the nil-nil draw in the first, uh, yeah. you know, previous leg. Uh, that was due to illness and he didn't play in the friendlies in March as well because of COVID. Right. Uh, 
Now, right. India against Qatar will have very little of the ball. Uh, I mean, it won't be a surprise True. Uh, True. at all if India get around 25-30% of possession and India will be yeah. chasing the ball for most periods. So, I think uh, most probably Steema will put in Raulin Borges and Glenn Martins uh, in midfield in front of the back four. Uh, what mm-hmm. do you think? Uh, I mean, what is what is your uh, opinion on you know, the possible uh, team composition uh, against Qatar? Uh, let's see. Um, okay, Gurpreet uh, is a, is an obvious choice in goal. Uh, my choice of the back four would be Pritam Kotal at right back, Sandesh Jingan and uh, Chinglang Sena Singh as central defenders, and Subhashish Bose as left back. I go with uh, Sana because of the fact that he's played the most recent among uh, all the back four because he was playing in the AFC, in the Asian Champions League. Uh, and then, you know, Bose uh, and Kotal would be the experienced players and uh, Steamash did hint that, you know, there would be there would be thrust on experienced players at least, going, at least in the first match for sure. And uh, so that would be the back four. I am saying Martins, I agree with you there. Martins could possibly be the exception to the rule because he has also, like uh, Sana, played in the uh, Champions League for FC Goa. Uh, so, so Martins and Borges in midfield, I'll go with you there. Maybe just ahead of them would be uh, Anirudh Papa, Brandon Fernandez, and Udanta. Uh, Brandon comes back after injury. Uh, and then Udanta, I, I'm with, with uh, okay, and, and with Manvir as number nine. So, I'm going with Udanta because, you know, this is what Steamat said when I asked him about Udanta and the young players chosen for the March friendly. So, let's hear him there. Yeah, Coach, I'm Dhiman. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for talking to us. Uh, Coach, you've already spoken about the lessons learned from the games in Dubai. Um, one of the things is that, you know, you said that young players need more time uh, to, to sort of uh, develop. Quite a few of those young players are also in this uh, squad for the games, uh, for these three games. Some of them are. Now, how ready do you think that they are that you can use them uh, in these games, which are obviously more crucial than the friendlies? And also, mm-hmm. how difficult is it for you that, you know, Udanta Singh is one of your key players who's not having a good time at this point in time going into these uh, these three games? Yeah. Good questions, to be honest. Yeah, uh, most of the youngest youngsters who are here with us are here precisely for one reason: to feel the atmosphere on international games and competitive games. You know, so okay. I'm not sure that one of them will be used for these uh, games because we need experienced players. We need players who know what's the situation there and how to handle it. Okay. You know, so it might happen that none of these young players get the chance to play, but they are mm-hmm. here with us. They are here gaining experience on our work. They are learning from our work and learning from what I'm expecting from them on the pitch. That's very important for them. Okay. You know, uh, about Udanta. Udanta. Yes. He's paying the price about the changes during uh, uh, the past ISLCs. We are all uh, well aware that he he was not in a certain form as expected before mm-hmm. the ISL started. There were uh, changes on the coach. You know, uh, once uh, once the first coach left the position, Udanta started playing as a, as a forward, mm-hmm. and he was used on his proper position, and uh, he was providing decent games, to be honest. I know uh, his abilities. I know that he's one of the main strikers, if you 
going to use that word, okay. uh, that he's got enough strength, enough speed, and enough character mm-hmm. to give what I'm asking for him. That's why he's here. He earned his position to be with us previously, in our previous camps, uh, because he's the one who proved that he can play against one of the best left fullbacks in Asia. In the first game, when Udanta was fit enough and, and ready, he nearly destroyed him in that game. So mm-hmm. I'm very confident about uh, providing everything possible to Udanta to bring him back to his best form. Thank you, Coach. I would be surprised if uh, Steamat gives some of the youngsters uh, starting roles against Qatar uh, and uh, brings okay. back brings the likes of uh, Chetri, Pranoy Haldar for the Bangladesh game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think that was a very uh, clear indication when he made those comments about Chetri. Uh, you know that he's the main the priority is to try and get six points from the games against Bangladesh. Yeah, he said as much, didn't he? He said those are the more important games, yes. Absolutely. And uh, the fact is that there are just three days of gap in between the game uh, against Qatar and Bangladesh. So, uh, I think taking, keeping that uh, in mind and the fact that he has already said that there are concerns uh, about the match fitness or the lack of match fitness among the players, uh, I think he will be making quite a few changes uh, in the starting lineups for the second game and for the first two games. And another thing that we have to keep in mind is that, uh, I mean, there's not a lot to gain from these three remaining games. Okay, I mean, they right. can finish third at best, but, you know, there's, that's the best that they can get out of this uh, these remaining mm. games. And even if India finish last uh, in this group, uh, the path for the Asian Cup won't uh, be closed. Uh, India will have to play an additional playoff round in that scenario. But uh, yeah, I mean, that that's the worst case scenario for India. And I asked uh, Steemach particularly about this uh, possibility and what he thinks uh, about uh, the areas that in India can improve in, in terms of uh, its preparations in the future. And this is what he had said in the press conference. Hi, uh, my question is uh, about, I mean, last time uh, in the qualifiers, we finished uh, last in the group in 2015, uh, around 2016 in this round. And we still went on to qualify for the Asian Cup, of course. So even if we finish last this time, uh, we still have a very good chance. And so I want, of to know, uh, I want to know your thoughts on what we can do in the next round. I mean, uh, of course, there's three, still three games to go. But in terms of, our, uh, I mean, preparations... Uh, in terms of our uh, performances on the pitch, what aspects do you think we can improve in uh, both as a team yeah. and in terms of our preparations? Okay, I will. I will uh, try to to give you the picture from my experience. You know how good Croatia is in football. You all know that. You know we once finished third in the World Cup, and the last World Cup we finished a second place with the silver medal. But every qualifiers. We faced problems for qualifying. Every qualifiers. Qualifiers, they are very specific. You know, you get the players for very short term. You don't have time to work with them on a proper basis. You need to use the best you have at a certain moment and just put them to pitch to play. It's very similar here. 
with certain difficulties we are still facing because we are in reconstruction of our competitions for pandemic reason we couldn't get the chance to organize a league as we as we'd like and we planned uh, you know that ISL was supposed to go on for eight months since last year that we were trying to organize once again a Duran Cup and Super Cup and provide more games to our players and all that but I will not go into that that will happen soon as this many stops and everything comes back to normal you know we are in 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 a full reorganization of the competitions and everything in india we worked very hard on top of everything as you said whatever happens at the end of these uh, uh, group stages even if we finish third fourth or fifth of course we're going to do and try everything to finish third but if it's not possible from whichever position we start further we're going to do everything and qualify for the afc cup then, then, after that, when we have enough time to work together, when we go to the AFC Cup and represent India in a proper manner, then we can judge our work. You know, that's the sequence. And only when you finish the sequence, you can go there, testify the quality of the work, of the results, and, and put your, put your uh, marks there. Are you happy or not on that? I will go back, as you mentioned, to Mr. Constantine work. You know that in the last qualifiers, first seven games were seven defeats, even against Guam. The only points uh, India won in those qualifiers four years ago was against Guam at home in the last game. So let's be patient, guys. I told you this also after first two games, when you, when all of you were very excited about drawing against Qatar in their homeland, you know, here in, in Doha. And I said, Come on, be patient. Don't fly now because if you fly too high, when you hit the ground, it's going to be painful. So let's be patient. Let's provide to these youngsters we are having here a proper work. We need more time to work together. We need more time to have friendly games. Even this one friendly game, which we try to organize here against Philippines, which was agreed between the national national uh, secretaries and everyone here, was we were not allowed to play. So... It is what it is at the moment. Let's be patient and work together. I think what he said made sense. I mean, you know, uh, mm. and then based on that, I think here's my question to you. Do you think he will be given an extension beyond September and on to the Asian Cup in China in 2023? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think so. And um, look, when he was hired in 2019, I think it seemed like the AIFF wanted a high-profile name uh, Right. Much. I mean, they could have gone for an Indian coach, maybe like Derek Pereira or a foreign coach working in India, someone who knew uh, the Indian players well. And mm. I think maybe they also would have come with a lower pay package. But clearly, the AFF right. wanted a big name, a high-profile name. So, I'll be very surprised if uh, Steemach's contract isn't extended. Uh, I mean, the goal is obviously to qualify for the Asian Cup. So... Yeah. Unless that goal is under threat, I don't really expect a change in the head coach's position. Yeah, right. I mean, you, you, what you're saying makes sense because at this point in time, we uh, what would the AFF gain by, you know, removing him and appointing somebody and then starting all over again? Uh, so it would, like you said, I think I think unless the qualification to the Asian Cup is really under threat, uh, in which case possibly he goes and an Indian steps in in the interim. Uh, I would also agree with you and think that Steamash is going to continue till till the qualification cycle is over.
see you next time then. This was an episode of Kicks for Free. Do like and follow us on at HT Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And write to us at podcast at the rate hindustantimes.com. You can also follow us on our Twitter handles at Dhiman HT and at Bhargav Sarma. You can listen to more podcasts by logging into htsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.